put your hands together for old men in sweat. Old men sweat. Put your hands together, y'all. Mary B and Tommy T. We gonna have a good time tonight. Let's go, let's go. It's old men in sweat. Everybody. Hola, everybody. Hola. Yo, we are Old Men Sweats. I'm Barry D. And this is my buddy, Tommy T. And this is our program brought to you by Believe Network. Hashtag we believe. Hashtag do you believe. And hashtag you should believe in the Old Men Sweats. Right, Tommy T? I mean, Absolutely, buddy. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We are, we're the Old Men in Sweats. We used to be the sport jerks in the 90s. And, uh, you know, we just uh, we graduated. And here we are. We're back. So we graduated from two jerks to two old guys in sweats. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So, Tommy, I want to get right to the sweaty hit list because we got the big divisional NFL divisional matchups coming up. But the other day, I I um I called you and we were going to do the show that day, and then I found out, you know, that that's you had to undergo some kind of uh, uh, um procedure. So right now, I want to first things first. I want to do a senior health check and this senior health check is brought to you by dr shoals cracked heel cream (laughs) so this dr shoals makes a severe cracked heel bomb you use that that on your heel yeah and it's it does wonders your heels are so soft i gotta i get like a tea tree oil a tea tree uh lotion you know it's gotta i use that on my i don't use the yeah, no, no. So so even though Dr. Scholes really doesn't, oh, a disclaimer, they don't sponsor this segment. We would we would love to work with Dr. Scholes and the senior health check. They could severe cracked heel bomb, softens and hydrates, dry cracked heels. And and when you get older, dry cracked heels are no joke. <laughs> you know, there's no joke. So we, we maybe Dr. Scholes will give us a call. You know, go ahead and reach out to us at Old Men and Sweats. We appreciate it. So Tommy. So I call you, and then you go. You text me like I had to go into for a procedure. So what's what, what happened? Yeah, I had a I had a hernia. You know, it was just a, like a minor thing. But I, you know, I I, I thought I had like a uh, you know a a ductor. You know what an adductor muscle is like up in the groin? It's not. That's ab- what you told me last week. That's what we yeah. went over. Yeah, it's not an abductor. There's not a B in that word. It's A D D U C T O R. Adductor. Like it's it's weird. So That's I had the strain. I had the strain muscle, and you know, and it was killing me for a couple of weeks. But I still kept doing, you know, the workouts. You know, whatever. I still kept doing a yoga class and the boot camps. You know, and it was kind of sore. But then the thing just moved, like it, like it moved, like across, like the whole. Like 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 across like the whole bottom of my stomach, and all of a sudden, like I wake up in the morning, it felt like someone kicked me in the groin. So you know, I went to the doctor and she checked it, and then I had the ultrasound, and and then they found like a tear, and there was like the intestine. You know, like I guess it, it's it's dangerous with a hernia if the intestine starts coming through, like it bubbles through. Oh my so God. Do, yeah, they had to do this procedure, and the procedure is like some kind of roto rooter tool or something like it's like a gardening tool that they go down there with and they and they have to they have to sew it up so you know so i've been you know i've been barely uh able to stand up uh the last couple days but uh it's all good now i'm gonna be back i'll be back in the you know in the workout soon everything you know we're good to so go. you you thought it was an a, a, do- a, a doctor muscle. yeah yeah I thought which it was is the groin which muscle. is the groin yeah. that groin muscle yeah, way up high, you know, and I've had that problem for years, you know, like all the sports we played. I've always had, 
you know, like the strained muscle in there. Really? But it just kept getting worse and worse. And then all of a sudden, when it moved across like the whole bottom of my stomach, I said, that's not, that's not some, I had to call a doctor and I, you know, start going to see people and that's not normal. You know, was it you very know painful? It was it painful? Yeah. I mean, it was, I couldn't stand up in the morning. It took me like an hour just to get up and get going. Well, it's good that you went and had someone check it out. Then they found out really what it was. Yes. They said, you know, you go through the process, you see the doctor, she checks it out. Then you go to get the ultrasound and then the results and it's a whole thing, you know, and, and then pretty soon, you know, you're in there in there and they pull out this uh, gardening tool and they fix it. So have you, have you been laying low like last night and today you're resting? Yeah, yeah I'm resting. Yeah. But you I'm haven't gonna, been, to, you haven't I'm been gonna, out to, no, but I'm going back to yoga like uh Sunday, I'm going to be back in class. You know, right but are you, um, are you been, you've been in, in town going to the, into the casinos or not? No, not the last no. couple of days. Yeah. You got to take, you got to take yeah. it easy. You got to take it easy. Yeah. Well, that's the, you know what? So every, every God, I, you know, that's so, cause last week you told me what it was. I looked that up. I did research on that thing. I go, okay, you know, that happens. Right. But it really, it, it wasn't that like, was this more serious in a way? It could be well, only because the intestine was involved. Like they were, that's what they're afraid of. I mean, sometimes it's just like a, you know, like just a small tear in the stomach, you know, in the bottom of your stomach lining, it's not a big deal. But you know, once, you know, once something starts moving around, I guess they're like, Oh no, we gotta, we gotta fix this. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, so all right, so you know we'll move on from there. We'll move on from there. But hey, I'm glad you're 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 okay. Yeah, I mean, on, I mean, it, it, it seems like it seems like it every seems like you're okay. Something. So, so let week, me. Every week it's something. There's a, never a week goes by that well, like, it's not something like. Like you, know, you said, when you're older, there's another week that goes by with what you have going on, and then your family. We all have the even elderly yeah. family that then there's another thing with them. So let's move right now in. To the bookie beatdown segment, basically we're going to do, a, you know, we're going to analyze the games. We're going to talk about what happened last week, and then at the end we're going to make our picks. So first things first, let's get right into the first game that will be tomorrow at 4.30, I believe it is, on CBS maybe. And that's um, the Jags, Jacksonville Jags, and and uh, to Trevor Lawrence going into Kansas City to play Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. So, so let's talk about that. Let's talk first. Let's talk a little – this game's got the least interest this weekend. I, let's just skip that game. Kansas City is going to beat Jacksonville. Jacksonville, that was a lousy game last week. The Chargers are up 27-0. They lose. I'm so tired of the Chargers. I, I don't even want them to make the playoffs anymore. It's always the same thing. It doesn't matter if Marty Schottenheimer's the coach or if if this new guy, Brandon Staley's the coach. It doesn't make any difference. One year they're 14-2 and they lose in the playoffs. Uh, you know, they got Phillip Rivers. They got all these... They got all these loser quarterbacks, loser coaches, and that Kansas City could beat Jacksonville. Let's skip that game. Let's go into you the game. You, you want, but you don't want to talk at all no, about the Jets. Let's go into the game of the week. Oh the Vikings, my gosh! The, and the Giants, the Vikings and Giants was the best game last week. The Giants go into Minnesota. They beat the Vikings. And uh, they they just played a great game. The Vikings started hot. They got Justin Jefferson in the game. The beginning of the game, he caught like five passes in the first quarter, I think. It looked like the Vikings were going to dominate with Justin Jefferson because he is the best receiver in football, right? So the whole game plan is to get Jefferson involved early and often. All of a sudden, it went away. I don't know. They doubled him. 
They bracketed him the rest of the game. I think he had a couple more catches the rest of the game. And the Giants dominated on offense. And the Vikings have a terrible defense. Everyone knows that. They fired their coach yesterday. Yeah. They fired him immediately, right? They fired the, the, the defensive coordinator. But, of course, the game ends on, uh, you know, the – the Vikings got the ball. They're driving for uh, – were they driving for the winning touchdown? Or uh, what did they lose by? I forget the score. time. They were going for the tying touchdown. If they went for two points, I don't think they would do that at home. Okay, so they it was they lost by seven. They lost by seven. Yeah. So they're driving for the tying touchdown. They get to this spot where it's fourth and eight. And, of course, Kirk Cousins throws a four-yard pass to the tight end who's covered. <laughs> it's like – I mean, that, that typifies <laughs> – I mean, that right there that, – <laughs> Symbolizes Kirk Cousins' entire career. It's fourth and eight. You're in the playoffs. You're around midfield or whatever. They're on the 30, 40 yard line, wherever they yeah. were. Throw a four yard pass to your tight end, and not only was it to the tight end, but the tight end, like he, had, like his back was to the defender. It wasn't like he was running. It wasn't like he led him. <laughs> like a tackle. There was no way he was going the other five yards. Okay, let me say something. Because everybody that doesn't know, I'm a Viking fan. So first things first, um, you know their their great tackle Darisaw was off. He went illegal procedure, so it was fourth and three. It became fourth and eight. Uh, yeah. He had a penalty, yeah. but I agree with you. That play was the worst. But but Cousins Cousins did say this. He goes, look, I I couldn't get it downfield to Jefferson. I didn't have the time when I threw that. I knew it was short. He goes, but I was going to get sacked. He goes, I knew it was short. I had to put the ball in play. He was. I had to put the ball in play. But this is why you don't keep Kirk Cousins because the guy was rushing him in the middle. But Kirk Cousins can't move. Exactly. Like he's not a. He's not mobile enough. And nope. this is. And this goes back to what we always talk about. And I've been saying this for years to you. There aren't fifteen good quarterbacks in the world, let alone in the NFL. There's not enough quarterbacks to go around. So what happens is teams like the Vikings who have great players, they get Kirk Cousins, and he's not bad, and he puts up these numbers, right? But he's not good enough. Like, he's not good enough. And the Vikings, they pay him. Now, now he's coming up. He's on his second contract with the Vikings, right? Yep. So now, he, now, now the, the word is this year, are they going to extend him, or are they going to come back next year well, with him on the left? The problem contract? is this, they already extended him once because they needed cap room. And, yeah. and this is the thing. They're going to have to extend him to two possibly because of J.J., but the other thought is they may not extend him so then they can get rid of him after this year, try to get a quarterback. But the problem these teams make is they get one of these quarterbacks that aren't bad, but they're not one of the top 12 or 15. They're, they're mm-hmm. not a real quarterback. You're not going to win with him. And just no. because the problem that we have is you see teams in the past, in the last 20 or 30 years, they win with Trent Dilfer. They mm-hmm. win with Brad Johnson. They, they win with these bums. So teams think, oh, we don't need a great quarterback. If we have a great team, we can still win. No, you got to have you got to have a really good quarterback. You're not going to yeah. win with Kirk Cousins. And the problem is teams like the Vikings and even maybe the Cowboys, like maybe the Cowboys, they hang on to Dak Prescott. Some of these teams, they hang on to a quarterback like Ryan Tannehill has been starting for years, right? Yeah. Matt Ryan still starting. They hang on to these quarterbacks, and they're not one of the top 10 or 15. you got to go out and find the quarterback. And this is the thing I think, too. So they're talking about not extending him this time and trying to get a quarterback and then they still got to get JJ's contract done, but they're going to probably get rid of Harrison Smith and Cook 
and Desiree Smith. Like they're going to get rid of some guys to try to free up some cap room. Because they're called Desarius. I love. Yeah. That. What's his name? That guy. It's Zadarius. That's great. It, but it should be. It should be what I said. It's too. These names are too confusing. What did you say, Desarius? Desarius. I like that name. It should be that. Like I, I can't believe I'm not right. Like I, I said, like such a crazy name, and I get it wrong because he wants it to be Zadarius. You know what? He's. I like that guy though. I like him. You know, but and this is the problem. This is the thing. The giant game. I'm going to say this. You're right about Cousins, and I always say this. You need a mobile quarterback because in that situation, guess what? If I had Lamar Jackson, or even if I had Danny, a roll of pennies, that he could have got out of the pocket and he could have maybe went the eight yards, or he could have got some guys to come to him and then dump it. Cousins cannot get out of that pocket. He's a statue. He's like Eli Manning. He's like Eli Manning. He's a statue in the pocket. He's not good enough. And the other thing is, like, you called him you called him Danny Roll of Pennies, and we got to let everyone know what you're referring to. His nickname is Danny Dimes. Yeah. And they gave him that nickname early. He, like, he didn't earn that nickname, Danny yeah. Dimes. There was nothing diming about his play. No. So you you renamed him Danny Roll of Pennies, which yeah. I get, right? I get it. <laughs> but right now, though, he's got to – you got to move him up to Danny Nichols. Yeah, Roll, roll of Nichols. How about Roll of Nichols? Danny Roll of Nichols. Roll of Nichols. He's, but- he's playing good. Listen, he's good. He's playing really well. I take it away from him. I can't. I'm not going to take the game away from the Giants. They played really well. They played the game the game like three weeks before against the Vikings really well. I was nervous, even though the Vikings were home, that we had to play the Giants again. They got good coaches. I'm like, whatever they didn't do right, they're going to do right. And the Vikings will make mistakes, and their defensive coach won't change anything. I mean, Daniel Hunter goes back in pass coverage. I'm like, you're crazy. This guy's crazy because he wants to play that 3-4. I don't think the Vikings are going to – they're going to get a new defensive coach. They're not going to play 3-4 again. They're going to play a 4-3. And Daniel Hunter is going to be in a stance with Zadarius Smith on the other end, and they're going to rush. Why do you you get your best pass rushing edge rusher – Six foot five, two hundred sixty. Why do you back him up in the coverage? Stop trying to trick people. He's your yeah. best guy. Get him on the get him on the court. Tom, I hate Tom, when they he, do that. Tom, he had ten and a half sacks this year doing that. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. He could have had twenty sacks if they just put him down in a yeah. three point stance and let him go. Because the Darius Smith was good on the other end. Sometimes I like how they they bring the guy to the middle. They do that little stunt. Yeah. Okay. But the problem with the Vikings was always the defensive coordinator. I don't think it was really the talent on defense. I think it was his scheme. He would never give in and change it. Anytime he did a couple pressure plays, any kind of blitzes or anything a little different, it worked. So I was really nervous about playing the Giants again. I probably now, as I saw what happened, I would have rather go on the road and 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 play like play Tampa Bay because playing the Giants was was gonna no way I was gonna win that game. That team had no chance. The Vikings had no chance. That was the worst thirteen win team since the Steelers. <laughs> and, and and was it the Steelers in twenty twenty when the Steelers won the first eleven games of the year? The Steelers were eleven zero. Mm-hmm. I think in twenty twenty they were eleven and zero, and and then they they in their playoff game they gave up 48 points to the browns the steelers stunk that year that was the worst 11 and 0 team ever this vikings team was the worst 13 win team i've ever seen well and remember was, remember that team coach. remember that team that went into new york and got beat 41 zip in the playoffs yeah but how many wins did that team they didn't have 13 wins no, they didn't have 13 but they had randy moss 
Yeah, but this this is I'm talking a 13 win team. Yeah, I get you. They had cousins, they they had a bad defense, they they had a negative, I think they were negative two in point differential for the year. So that Vikings team yeah, was no good. Their quarterback is no good. You're not gonna win with Kirk Cousins. No. I want I want a mobile Kirk Cousins isn't gonna go into San Francisco no. or Philly and win. No I way. want a mobile quarterback. And when I mean mobile quarterback, I don't mean it's gotta be like 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 Lamar Jackson. Even that little Purdy guy runs around. Like I just need a guy that can get out of there and get out of trouble and not be the statue in the yeah. pocket. So look, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm ringing a bell because I want to go back now. I want no. I want to go back to the Eagle Giant game because we had a. Re, I wanted to recap that Viking Giant game. Yeah. Now, what do you see in this Eagle Giant game tomorrow night, eight fifteen? And that's well, on Eagles, Fox. I believe. The Eagles are different. They scored forty eight points against the Giants in the first game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the, I don't know they blew them out in the second game too. I don't know if they scored twenty eight points in the second game. I think the Eagles have scored almost. Um, they they scored almost eighty points against the Giants in two games this year. And the Giants didn't play their regulars in the second game, right? They benched, they they they, they rested everybody. It was the last game of the year, week 18. That's true. But, but the Eagles are different. The Giants are going to have more problems with the Eagles. The Eagles are better defensively. The Eagles are going to get after Daniel Jones. So he's going to have to play a great game. Daniel, he's going to have to play another great game. And then, um, and, and the Giants defensively, you know, they got that great defensive line, but they don't have anything else. One thing about the Giants that's interesting is they're playing with so many scrubs and practice squad players. Their coaches are doing a great job. They have they have two linebackers that played against the Vikings, Gerard Davis and uh, Jalen Smith. They're both like the, the Vikings don't even, I mean, uh, the Giants don't even want those guys. Like they were just off the, they were just waiver guys. They picked up, they don't want Jalen Smith and Gerard Davis. They don't have anybody. They're, you know, their they're defensive backfield, you know, some of the guys they don't even want, they're out there playing. So the Giants are really doing a great job. They're wide receivers. This guy Hodgins, this, uh, I don't know, Richie Davis, uh, no, Rich, what's his name? Uh, the, the little guy, uh, Richie James. These guys are practice squad guys. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I don't even understand how they're doing. It's like smoke and mirrors. They're, they're, the, the coaching is great. They have great players. They got Jones. They got Saquon. They got a good offensive line this year. They got a great defensive line. They got their two defensive tackles are the best in football. That, yeah, that they, Lawrence and Leonard Williams, they're as, they're as good as any tandem defensive tackles. Well, they were in the backfield of the Vikings every play. He, well, Lawrence is the one that messed up the last play of the game. Yeah. I mean, these guys, and the other thing is, like, like when the, like the Cowboys, Micah Parsons gets doubled and triple teamed every play, right? The Giants edge rushers, you can't double team Thibodeau mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you got to double team the, the two defensive tackles. Those so guys are big so in the middle. Their edge rushers are really working on one-on-one. So Thibodeau should get yeah. opportunities for more sacks. Yeah, they, they got the Giants got a lot of meat in that middle. A, a lot of meat. It's a, it's just yeah. like big, like big, big the tomahawk steaks in the middle there. Now let me. So that's what they are. They're not. They're not like a little fillet. Those two guys in the middle, like tomahawk steaks. I don't even know what a tomahawk steak it, is. It's a big bone. It's a. It's a bone. It's a gigantic okay. bone and a big meat on the end. And that's what those guys are. Those two giant guys. They're not like a little strip steak, like a little New York strip steak. Okay, you're but, right. I want to say something. So you asked, you you were talking about how many points the Eagles. The Eagles scored 70 points in those two games, 48 and then 22 against the Giants in those two games. So I think the Giants have momentum. I think they've got a a weird team. It's a bunch of no names and they just, they just play well. 
And I think it was good they played last week against the Vikings. I don't know. Like everybody says having a bye is good, but I'm 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 wondering about Philly. Like again, it's a divisional matchup. They beat them twice. Can you beat the team three times? Can you beat them three times? That's well, the they sh- they should beat them three times, but you're right. But Philly needed the extra week off, though. Philly's getting Lane Johnson back. It's funny, Lane Johnson has a torn adductor muscle. I was just talking about there the adductor go, muscle, right? He right. has a torn adductor muscle. He's playing, he's not getting the surgery. You know, I needed so after? The, I needed the surgery to do this show. He's not getting the surgery to, <laughs> to, to play football. He's crazy. Lane Johnson's crazy. You, need, you needed the surgery to read the newspaper. I swear, this guy, this guy's not getting the surgery. He's playing, right? And so the Eagles are also getting back. Um, well, Jalen Jalen Hurts has a bad shoulder, right? Yeah. I guarantee you, after the year. Whether the Eagles go to the Super Bowl or whatever happens, I guarantee you after the year, Jalen Jalen Hurts is going to have some kind of surgery on his shoulder. Like he hurt his shoulder. So there's going to be some procedure that they're going to do for his shoulder because he hurt it against um, – it wasn't the Giants game. It was before the Giants game. Oh, it was the Bears. They, mm-hmm. were, they were beating the Bears pretty bad, yep. and he ran through the line, and he got tackled, and the lineman put all of his weight on him. Yep. You can't you can't do that when you sack the quarterback. They got that was, rule now. Was there a penalty on that? No. You remember? No, no, no. I'm saying you can't put all your weight on him when you sack the quarterback. But when the quarterback runs, if you tackle him, you could put all your weight on him, and he put like all mm-hmm. 350 pounds on him, and he crushed his shoulder. You could see it. Like, he crushed his shoulder, and Jalen Hurts got up, and he was just like, oh, my God, and he finished the game. But after the game, the shoulder, whatever injury he had, swelled up, couldn't move his arm, sat out for a couple weeks. He played against the Giants, but he wasn't nearly as effective. So Jalen Hurts might be hurt a little bit. The guy was playing with the torn adductor muscle. He needs surgery. Lane Johnson's coming back. The Eagles are getting guys back, you know, so they needed that week off. Does does Danny Roland Nichols have a shoulder thing too? No, he's, I thought I heard that on one of those shows. No, he's um, good. You know, speak for yourself, or this is just in, or my mama, you know, eats spaghetti at one of those shows. I I, I, I thought I heard that. Okay, no, so good. I don't know how that guy's going to play with that groin thing. How's he going to cut? How's he going to play that guy? Well, he's going to, I mean, they're going to, they're going to give him some kind of shot. Like they got the, the painkiller shot. I mean, they're so they're going to try to kill the pain, but it's like an injury like that. First of all, where's the needle go in? Like a shot, like you're going to give me a shot near my groin. Where's the, yeah. Right near your your sack. They get right close to your sack. They push the sack over to get right in there. I'm sure that get out of here. They push the sack over. I think they go up high. That's, no, that's not. I, the other thing is, does a shot work? Like you know, like and, and that kind of. I don't know. I listen. So he's I rub some Ben Gay on it and just go out there. Just rub a little yeah. Ben Gay on there. Go out there. But then you got to watch. You don't get the Ben Gay close to the 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 the, the area. Well, I'm sure the that's happened area. before. Well, remember when we were kids, we used to put Ben Gay or a, what was it, a Tommy, uh, uh, that Tiger Bomb in guys' jock straps. Remember, they didn't know it was in there. Yeah. Then they'd put the jock strap on and they'd go, ah, we would That's, do that as kids, remember? All right, so let me say this. this I, you, you, the Eagles, you're, 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 they are way better. You're accepting the Eagles are a way better team than the Giants. Yeah, they're good. Okay, so let me ask you. Let's let's just we'll pick it. Let's pick it right now. Okay, and then we'll recap the picks at the end of the segment. So boogie beat down picks. So in this game, you got the Eagles are uh, seven and a half. I think. Let me see this here. The Eagles Giants is 
Seven and a half minus for the Eagles and 48 over under. Yeah, this game's going under. This is going to be 23-13 Eagles, something like that. 23-13 Eagles or or 20-13 Eagles. But I this is going to be under, and it's going to, the game's going to land right on the points. But the Eagles are, are favored by seven, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah, this game is going to land right on that number. So it's going to be anywhere from six to eight. Like, it's going to be right around that number. 20 to so, 7, 20 to 13, 23 to 13, something like that. Where this, like, if you bet this game, regardless of what team you bet, the last two minutes of the game are going to matter. Because, you know, a lot of times, like, the Eagles are up by 14 or whatever, yep. and the Giants are driving for that last second garbage touchdown. Yep. The game's over, but they're just driving down the field. This is going to be one of those games. That's why I hate betting these games because you. Because the game's over, you won. Like the Eagles won the game, the game's over. But the Giants got the ball, and they're doing that last second thing where they're driving down the field. The Eagles aren't even trying to stop them, and the Giants could get that last second touchdown to put them to to, to make them cover. So you oh. won't. So you won't take the points either way. No, plus seven and a half under. or minus. I take under. What's the over under again? That, that's high. 48. 48. Yeah, that, because they're thinking that the Eagles are gonna because the Eagles scored forty eight the first game. They're thinking the Eagles are gonna score. That's a high. I I like the under in that game. I'm comfortable hmm. with this game landing in the early in the in the low 40s or really? high 30s. Yeah. Okay. Um. The obviously the money line, you know, for the big betters, the Eagles are minus 365. What the heck are you eating? Chicken wings. <laughs> Not you are eating chicken wings. I got some chicken wings here. They're left over. This is terrible. <laughs> left over chicken wings. What the hell? I got to eat them. They're left over. I have to eat them. They're, they're extra wings. crispy. We're on here for like a half hour. Extra okay. crispy um, medium. Okay, so okay. let me say something. If I had a lot of cash or I, you know, these guys that have a lot of cash, like Mattress Mike, he'd bet the Eagles money line. I would not take the Eagles minus the points. I wouldn't take the Giants plus the points. If you got a lot of money, take the Eagles on the money line. Tommy likes the under, but you know what? I'm going to go over. I'm going to take the over. That's my bet. If you got a lot of money, take the money line. Tommy's bet's under, so we're disagreeing on this one. So now let's move on to the next one. We're not going to talk about the Jags-Chiefs, which is the earlier one than that. Let's talk Sunday. Let's go right into the Bills-Cincy. Okay, this game, this is a really tough game because because, um, the first thing that jumps out at this game is since he's missing three starting offensive linemen, Mm -hmm. right? So that means they got three replacement linemen. No team has eight linemen. No. No team has eight good offensive linemen. So what are they doing? How are they doing this? Well, they're going to play this guy, Jackson Carmen, who was a left tackle at Clemson. He was a tackle at Clemson for a short time. They drafted him a couple years ago. They're going to play him at left tackle because Jonah Williams, the guy they drafted in the first round a few years ago, he's, he, he broke his kneecap. I think oh. he broke his knee, fractured kneecap or something. I don't oh. even know what that is. He fractured his kneecap, so Jonah Williams isn't playing. So Jackson Carmen is going to play left tackle. They already lost their right tackle, Leo yep. Collins, the guy they got from the Cowboys. Yep. And they lost a, a, a an interior guy. So they're they're playing with three backup linemen. I don't know any team in the NFL that's got eight, eight good offensive linemen. I mean, most teams are lucky to get five good offensive linemen, right? So 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 now that's the biggest problem. Is, and then the Eagles got the best pass rush in the NFL. No, so, you mean uh, the Bengal, uh, Bengals and Bills. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm thinking, yeah. yeah. So the, the Bills got a good pass rush. The Bills, do they have a really good pass mm-hmm. rush. They, they really put a lot of pressure on that Skylar Thompson last week, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, he was playing for Tua. 
So the Bills have to they have to stop Burrow. And they have to stop Burrow from getting the ball downfield to Chase and uh, T. Higgins and those guys. I think that's the biggest problem that the Bengals are going to have. How do they overcome that offensive line? Uh, yeah. You know why? Because you can't run on the Bills either. Well, I, I don't know. I don't even know if the Bills' defense is that good. You know no, I mean? but I, I know they're good against the run. They're good against the run. I mean, their run, their rush yards allowed are forty-two yards a game. Yes, the Bills are favored by five and a half points. I think if the if the if the Bengals were healthy in this game, mm-hmm. I think that 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 point spread would be down around four or three and a half. Maybe three and a half because Bills would get yeah. minus three because of home field. Yeah. Um, yeah see, the, the other the, their guard is out. Alex Kappa, the Bengals geez. guard who they they got from Tampa Bay, he's out. Jordan oh. Williams is out, so I, you know, I, I don't know, man. So the, the the Bengals, and it's in Buffalo, you know, yeah. it's Buffalo should win this game, and uh, you know, because of, for to me because of that, uh, you know, the injury, the over under is forty nine in this game, so that you know it's going to be right around fifty. I don't know about the over under with that. Well, because I I don't think I don't think with the offensive line they're going to have trouble since he's throwing it and running it. And like I said, the Bills' D against the run's good. If they don't establish the run, it's going to be a scary game for Cincinnati. Because they got to eat the clock. They got to keep Josh Allen off the field. But if they can't run against them, and you know, you got these three these three substitute offensive linemen in there for both running and and passing is going to be tough. I don't know if that game's even going to go over. I don't know either. I, I I'm I'm expecting a rematch. The Chiefs and the Bills in the AFC Championship game. I'm I'm expecting a rematch. I'm thinking, and then the other thing is, if the Bills win, that rematch is going to have to be in that neutral field. Atlanta is the it dome, Atlanta? Right? Yeah. So that yeah, Mercedes Benz. Uh, okay, so now of course yeah. that favors the Chiefs because otherwise, the, if the Bills, you know, if the Bills <laughs> could have had home field advantage, yeah. they're going to have to go into Buffalo. So if the Bills win, we're going to get the AFC Championship game in Atlanta next week, mm-hmm. which got to favor the chiefs right all right so so in this game so do you think there's any chance that Cincy, if you want to talk point spread plus the the five and a half you know you could you could buy up a half a point to six do you think there's any chance that since could cover six yeah i i don't i i don't know i don't know where where that game lands i just think the bills are going to win that game I don't know. I don't see Cincy um, winning this game with those with those backup linemen. This guy Jackson Carmen, who's replacing Jonah Williams, I don't know if he's good enough. I don't think he's going to be. And, and where do the run. points come in this game to go over forty eight? Where do the points come? Well, well, Cincinnati is going to have to max protect. So Cincinnati is going to have to keep uh, a tight end in the chip, the the and help the left tackle, and they're going to running back keep the running back in, which is uh, Mixon or that Pirine. Yeah. So yeah. they're going to have to max protect. So I think that um, I think that Burrow's only going to have his three receivers most of the time in you know you know doing their you know out in the routes. I, I I don't think they can I don't think they can really flood the you know the five receivers like you normally like to do. So the Bills will get a lot of possessions in because they're not going to be able to eat the clock. Like I said, they, no. the Bills are good against the run. They're not going to be able to run. It's going to – maybe the game will go over then. Maybe the, the play here – because I don't see the play being the Bills minus 5.5 or minus 5 or Cincy plus 5.5 or you go to 6. That's why these games are always so tight. And the guys with big, big bags of money running around town 
with like all these big bags of money. That's why they play money lines. And I know anyone that's got any cash is going to play the money line on this game. And they're probably going to play the bills. And, and, you know, and that's probably the smart bet. So again, if I was running around with a bunch of bags of money, I would take the bills on the money line. And, but my bet's going to be the over. Okay. So you think the bills are going to score 25, 30. You think the bills got to score 30 points then? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think so. I think they're going to get enough possessions because I think since he's not going to keep the ball enough because they're going to do max protect, they're going to be passing, passing. There's going to be a lot of times they're going to their their possessions are going to stall. So Buffalo is going to probably get even more possessions. So I think they're going to hit. I think they'll hit thirty-one Buffalo. Okay, so you know, but then since he's going to have to score twenty, yeah, three touchdowns, right? Yeah, well, okay. you know, it's funny because since he's in this game, the reason they're in this game is because that quarterback Tyler Hunt Huntley tried to reach the ball over the goal line, and you don't do that. You know, you, you know, that's a good point. I forgot about that. I wanted to talk about that because the way since he got in this game is last week. We didn't talk about that. That game, it's like I can't believe that. And then, did you hear what people said about the call, Al Michaels, and um, who was he calling the game with? Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, and and they said they couldn't believe like it was like they were dead when the guy was running that ball ninety nine oh, yards back. They were like there was like no excitement at all in it. And then I had I, I saw a show with these two girls and they were talking uh, on an unnamed network and they were talking about Lamar Jackson not playing. And this girl goes, "Well, he didn't even show up to the game." And he doesn't want to be there anymore. And I'm like, he didn't, didn't show up because like, he didn't show up to the last four games. They're not going to have him at the game. It's in he, he didn't go. He didn't show up the last four. He's doing rehab. The guy's got a strained PCL. But Barry, everyone that does these talk shows, these ridiculous things, everyone on TV, all the ESPN guys, they read. They always read Lamar Jackson's tweets. They do this with everyone. They'll read someone's tweets or someone's Instagram, and they'll say. Oh, did you see this Instagram? Lamar is going to leave Baltimore. He's really upset. It doesn't mean anything. They thought he should have been at the game because it was in Baltimore. No, like he hasn't been to the last four games. He's not going to sit. I know, but I'm saying, but do you, do you see how they react to his tweets, yeah. to his IG posts? They they overreact just because he posts something on IG saying, hey, you know, if you really got something good, you got to make sure you take care of it. If you don't take care of it, you're going to lose it. It doesn't mean anything. It's just something he posted. Yeah, no, and he's, not everybody means yeah. not everybody means what they say on Instagram. He just he just messes. It's not around. literal. It's Everyone not all overreacts. Yeah. Like he's not going anywhere. He's not mad at the Ravens. They always try to say he's upset with Harbaugh. Harbaugh's up. Shut up. Like no one knows nothing. Like they don't know anything. Stop. No, it. it's like it's like they, so they were saying he gave up on the team. He doesn't want to play for this That's team true. anymore. And, and he should be playing. He can't play with that PCL. If they're going to keep him, even franchise him one year or sign him with the contract, they don't want to play in either they, they don't want him in there i was like i was like you're, you're just trying to make something of nothing like you said a mountain what my mom is saying making a mountain out of a molehill yeah it's true but <laughs> the thing is these like they do this with everything everyone overreacts everyone takes all these little things and, and say oh this is what he meant you know um aaron Rodgers goes on that um that podcast uh the punter What's the McAfee, point? McAfee, the Colts yeah, punter. You know, so, so um, Aaron Rodgers has a weekly appearance on McAfee's podcast, right? And Aaron Rodgers is always saying something that everyone's trying to interpret. Like, did you see what Rod- Rodgers is doing it again? He's being so mysterious. What is that? 
No, I'm getting, I said I'm, I'm getting an echo all of a sudden. Right now? Yeah. yeah. All I of a sudden, I'm getting all of a sudden I'm getting an echo. Everything's gone. Yeah. I can uh, hear you perfectly. You're you're it's perfect. Keep going. I, I all of a sudden I don't know what happened. You're you I can hear you really good. Maybe take the let me go let me go in the audio again. All right. All right, you got me? Yeah, yeah you're you're perfect. All right, well it stopped. Okay. Uh, it feedback. Stopped. Yeah, all of a sudden out of nowhere, I was just getting an echo. But um no, and Aaron Rodgers, every time he says something, everyone always talks about how mysterious he is. <laughs> Who cares? Mysterious. Like it's like like I I mean we we got like we sit on everything these guys say. Like who cares what they say? Who cares? Like it doesn't even make any difference. Everyone's always trying to figure stuff out. Nobody knows anything. Remember, I've been telling you for years, there's no such thing as an inside scoop. There, No one has any inside information. And the reason I know this is because Stephen A. Smith or Skip Bayless or all these guys that are doing all these shows, they're just trying to figure out what Aaron Rodgers means or what, what, what uh, Lamar Jackson means because they don't have any inside information. Nobody's getting any inside stuff. Yeah, no one has any sources. There's no, like there's, there's there's no whole, I, I make fun of the sources thing all the time. I go, I got a source too at the bodega, or I got a source at, at, at Denny's or at, source, at the my, senior rec. The source that I have is the plumber comes over sometimes and he tells me, <laughs> he tells oh, me. I, I, I worked at Derek Carr's house last week. You know, Derek Carr's not going to play for the Raiders next year. It's so stupid. Nobody has a source, nobody's getting any inside information. They know as much as you and I. So, we know so, nothing. Yeah, and so so to me, like after I heard about the Lamar Jackson thing, for, number one, the stupid it was a stupid play to to bring the ball over over the goal line. I would have ran it to what Dobbins, that guy Jason Dobbins, the good running back they got, yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins, right? And I would have just gave it to him. That was that was a bad call. But when when that happened. And then when they were talking about everybody's trying to make a thing about Lamar, to me, I was like, of course he doesn't want to be out there in the cold. The guy's doing rehab. He hasn't been out there for three games. It's not that he's not part of the team. It's not that he doesn't want to be part of the team. He can't play with that injury. You think he could play. Guess what? He plays with that injury. He could just tear it. He could tear his ACL. It's not as easy as everybody thinks. So that game, you're right. Since he got really lucky, kind of, to be in this game. They didn't play a great game against the Ravens. And also, Burrow was sacked, I think, four times. I mean, Baltimore was all over yeah. him. Um, yeah. So so let's move on. So I'm going to take the Buffalo-Cincy game over the 48, just like I took. I took Philadelphia game over, and we didn't take anything on KC. You didn't want to talk about that game because you think that game's a joke. I like the two – Give your picks, but the heck with that game. Yeah, I, I like the two coaches in that game, but it doesn't matter. That game, you know, I'm not going to – I mean, in that game, that's the only game I would take minus the points. If it's KC minus 7.5 or 8.5, I'd buy it down a point. I would lay the points on that game. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if the over is going to happen because there's going to be snow. That's the only game I would do that. So I would take KC minus the points, but remember, if it's a half, buy it down – I'm going to take the over in the Giant Philly game, and I would take the over in this Bills Cincy game. You like the under in the Philly game? Yes, I definitely okay. like the under. Yes. And do you like anything in the Kansas City game at all? Well, I, I think going back to the Jacksonville Chargers game, that I don't know how the Chargers have one fan. 
I don't know how they have one fan. Like like anyone that's <laughs> likes the Chargers over the last 30 years, you got to be a moron. I don't know how they got one fan. I mean, they're in, first of all, they're in L.A. <laughs> like, I don't even know who goes to the Chargers game, puts on a Chargers jersey, and says, oh, I'm the Chargers. We got this great. You know, we're in L.A. Get out of here. They, they're, they're winning 27 to nothing. The quarterback for Jacksonville threw four interceptions in the first half, and you lose. <laughs> And you, not only is it wasn't it was easy. Like you not only lost, but it, like Jacksonville won easy. Like it wasn't even like I, I, Doug Peterson wasn't even worried. Like they were do you twenty seven nothing, and Doug Peterson said, "Don't worry, it's the Chargers." I, were they down twenty seven nothing at halftime? Was it yes. at halftime? No, twenty seven seven. Twenty seven seven. Okay, they got a touchdown before halftime. Doug yeah. Peterson went into the locker room and said, "Listen, guys, no don't worry, it's the Chargers." <laughs> It's the Chargers. They were 14 and 2 with Marty Schottheimer. And they, don't worry about it. So let me ask you this. Did you think, because they fired the offensive, uh, the quarterback coach and the offensive coordinator, that little Staley guy, that, that millennial guy. Staley guy still has his job. Do you think, whose who fault was it? It it's, doesn't matter. It's the owner, the owner's fault. It's the yeah. owner's fault. He keeps hiring these buffoon coaches. Who we told you that Staley can't coach. He's not a yeah. good coach. He, he like you know he's stuck no, going he, for it on fourth down, but he does he, he can't coach. Like you don't lose that game. There's no way you lose that game. You know, I agree. At, at, half, at halftime, you tell your team we're losing twenty-seven to seven, guys. We're not winning this game. You tell yeah. them you t- and you tell your team that we're not. If you go out there like with a lead twenty-seven to seven, you're going to lose. We're losing this game. Go out there and play like we're losing this game. Like go win the game. Win the second half. And the thing is, too, you're right as the owner because at the end of the day, you can blame that the blame the offense. They only got three points. Well, I can blame the defense that it's they the gave owner. up. That's what I mean. I just think it's funny how that Staley guy comes unscathed through all of this. But at the end of the day, I think the Chiefs, number one, they're better than the Jags. Number two, they're home. But number three, the Jags, you know, that took a lot of energy to, yeah. to come back and win that game. They're not it's, – it's over for them. So I'm – like again, I'll take the, the Chiefs Jags, minus the, the point. A, the Jags got a great coach. I love Doug Peterson. He did a fantastic oh, job. Oh, great coach. Great. He's a great coach. He won with the backup quarterback, won a Super Bowl with the backup quarterback. And then when Carson once got healthy, he benched him. Doug Doug Peterson is the first guy in the NFL that said, nah, this guy's no good. He Enjoy benches it. Carson Wentz, gets fired because of Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you fired him. Philadelphia doesn't have a better coach than Peterson now. That guy Sirianni's not better than Peterson. He's all right. No way. Yeah. Uh, Doug Peterson's done a great job with Jacksonville. He'll find a way to keep them in the game. All right. All right. So, so will you take? Will you make a pick on the KC game? Or are you going to pass on it? I'm taking the Chiefs. You'll do the same thing, and you'll buy down the half a point. Yeah. All right. So that that's it. So we got three there. I'm not going to have a senior six pack today because you know I could try to do it, but I think I'm going to probably have four picks. And that's fine too. So now let's move on. Let's move on. This is the game. This is a good game. The late the late yeah. game uh, is, is on uh, on Sunday is Dallas San Fran. So let's talk about that. Jeez, that's good. Yeah, this this game's great. This game the San Fran's on an eleven game uh, winning streak, and uh, I guess Purdy, their quarterback Purdy, has played uh, six of them. He's won the last six games. Unbelievable. And, and Dallas is coming off uh, an excellent game against Tampa. Which Tampa's not any good, but they dominate Dallas. Like they they beat Dallas nineteen to three in the first game of the year. They beat Dallas last year. Mm-hmm. Brady's undefeated. Seven. Brady was undefeated seven and zero. So even though Tampa's no good, the way Dallas won the game, the way they killed them, 
that that was a big deal. And Dak Prescott played a great game. So I expect Dallas to come in and play a good game. Um, they're going to play San Francisco better than they played last year. Last year, they, they seemed completely unprepared. You know, last year they had 14 penalties in that game. And and it's funny because the first game, of the, the first play of the game, they had that defensive end, Randy Gregory, lined up. He lined up off sides. The first play of the game. Dallas, I remember kicks, Dallas kicks off, right? They kick out of the end zone or whatever. <laughs> it, it, San Francisco got the ball on the 25-yard line. The guy goes to the line of scrimmage. He hikes it. A guy gets tackled and they penalty lined up in a lined up in a neutral zone. And that was that was the game. That's what Dallas did last year. They just committed penalties the whole game. That guy who lined up in the neutral zone, Randy Gregory, committed four penalties by himself. Like he was awful. He was terrible. He committed a penalty in the last three minutes of the game. So Cowboys are gonna play a much better game. But let's face it, San Francisco, they're really good. I yeah, mean, they're really good. They're well coached. Right, Shanahan's got the best offense. They got um, they got all those offensive weapons. They got Debo. They got the McCaffrey. They got Kittle. They got, they're well coached, good players. And on defense, they have you know what looks like the best defense in the NFL. You know, especially their front seven, really good. They're, San Francisco is really good, and they're well coached. So, you know, I I mean, I don't know how are you leaning. Which way are you leaning? Uh, I think San Francisco is really good. They got a lot of weapons on offense. Their defense is really good. You know, Purdy's stepped in and and done unbelievable. The Cowboys played really good last week. Tampa's maybe you know obviously not as good as as Sam Fran. Yeah, they're not. But a good Tampa, team. Tampa usually has their number, like you said. If Prescott plays as well or even close to that, I think the difference is going to be Dallas's defense against San Fran's offense. If they can get pressure on Purdy, yeah. that, then we're going to see what this, this Purdy guy is about, this Mr. Irrelevant. The other Today, too, I was seeing these things. These people come up with all these things. Some gym teacher that used to, like, uh, coach him in high school or something. Purdy used to call him, um, um, what was it? Uh, it's Brock Purdy, right? Yeah. Yeah, Big Cock Brock. I read that today. I'm like, what? what, what I it was it was in print. Big cock Brock. I'm like, what are we talking about here? Someone had a shirt. Big cock Brock. I'm like, That's what are we weird. talking about? Yeah. So so we're gonna see not about his cock size. We're gonna see how he can move around because I think Dallas. I think Dan Quinn is a genius. I like Dan Quinn. I like the coach. I like the defensive coach. He's good. I Dan like Quinn's him. Good. Shanahan's good. So them two going head to head. That's good. I love that matchup. You know, there's a couple things. First of all, Brock Purdy is Mr. Irrelevant. You called him Mr. Irrelevant. And for the people that don't know, you know, when you're the last pick of the NFL draft, the last pick, they call you Mr. Irrelevant and they give you like a weekend at Disney World or Disneyland or something. They send and a jersey and a jersey with a number yeah. on it. And, you know, I, I got to tell you, I wouldn't want to be Mr. Irrelevant. I don't like that name. And, and the irony is, if he's Mr. Irrelevant, he gets drafted in the NFL. Like, how irrelevant are you and I? Like, how irrelevant is everyone else? <laughs> Like he's Mr. Yeah. Irrelevant. <laughs> how is how is the guy that gets drafted in the NFL Mr. Irrelevant? What's the what the rest of us? That's a really oh, good God. point. What's the rest of us? Yeah. Come on. I, I don't even like calling anyone that. I mean, geez, if he's Mr. Irrelevant, I'm Mr. Like like invisible. I'm Mr. Nothing. <laughs> and and obviously he showed you like getting picked the last pick. He shows you the talent he's got. The guy's got talent. Well, he he has some talent. I don't I don't I don't know, he hasn't shown a ton of talent. He's certainly been good, and he's been he's been definitely 
you know, positive on, on that team. He's played well. The thing about him is it's not talent as much as experience. You know, he was a four-year starter at Iowa State. Yep. So he comes with a lot of playing experience. You know, they played in the Big 12, so that that's more of a, a passing league, a passing conference, right? You you got you got to score to keep up with uh, you know the Oklahomas and mm-hmm. you know and, and Texas and you know all those uh, TCU that I think is in the Big Twelve too. You got to mm-hmm. score to keep up with those teams. Northwestern. So, <laughs> oh, that, that's a Big Ten. That's a Big Ten. Wait, that's Big Ten. <laughs> yeah, but but um, so I, I think the big thing with Purdy is he comes with experience, so he knows how to handle. Yeah. He knows how to handle games. Do you, know do you think a lot of it is Shanahan and the players around him? He's got unbelievable players well, around him, I mean, too. I mean, the offense, you know, I tweeted, like, earlier this week. I, I oh, said, yeah. Elvis, Elvis, if Elvis Gerbach came back and played, he'd be run. He, he'd be 6-0, too. It's not really hard. I mean, he's dumping it off to McCaffrey. He's rolling out. He's hitting yeah. Debo. You know, and the other thing is, Debo's a wide receiver and McCaffrey's a running back, but they switch him. They had to come up to the line of scrimmage and somehow crazy. The ball and the crazy. Goes up they they got they got some nice schemes, right? They seem to confuse people or they seem to get their guys open more than ever. They got a fullback that's a tight end. He's excellent, Uschik. Like yeah, you, there's no way you know his name. How you say his name? How you say it? Uh, Kyle Uschik. Is he Polish? I no, I think he's Czech or something like that. Oh, right? really? One of those Eastern Bloc? I don't know. You 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 check. Yeah. Right, Kyle Uschick, right? He's bring me the check. Bring me the check. Good, they got a good fullback, they got a great tight end, Kittle. Great tight end, right? They got a good wide receiver. So this team is really good. The only thing, the only thing about San Francisco, I watched them play the Raiders with with that Jared Stidham a few weeks ago, and he killed them. They scored 30 points, 34 points off him. He killed the Niners. The Niners defense wasn't that great that day. they, they it's, played and they played nothing. If you look at their schedule, they this, lost to the Bears, to Denver, to Atlanta. They played nobody. I'm so, gonna I'm gonna bring something up about that. Keep talking because I I was I wanted to talk to you about this so real quickly. If if the Cowboys if the Cowboys play like they did against Tampa, if they play like a turnover free football and low penalties, this game is gonna be close in the fourth quarter. I, last year's game, the Cowboys lost by six points. They played the worst game of the year. They lost by six points in that game. This game is gonna be the same. I think it's gonna be tight. I think, like I said, Dallas's defense, the pressure. I think Quinn's gonna put on Purdy. We're gonna see what he's got. I mean, he's gonna know. He's gonna put pressure. He's gonna know he's gonna have to. And I think that's gonna be the key. Obviously, you know, San Fran's D will play well. San Fran's offense will probably play pretty good. Dallas's yeah. offense. But the key is that Dallas defense against them. But I agree with you about San Fran. Like, it's iffy. It's weird. Like, okay, they won 11 games straight. Big deal. Like, I look at the playoffs, all the teams in the playoffs, and I look at all the teams, every team, even my Minnesota Vikings that are out. Strength of schedule, San Fran, the lowest, 417. Strength of victories, San Fran, the lowest, 414. Yeah. Yeah. Really low, really low. And they beat they, nobody. In addition to beating no one, when they played Arizona and the Rams the last games of the year, they were playing third string quarterbacks. They beat Seattle three yes. times. You know, they played I, I think it's I think they're a great team, but I think it's a little deceiving. The Dallas it's Cowboys, deceiving. the Dallas Cowboys, 507. Yeah. Strength of schedule, strength of victory, 485. Yeah, they they played a tough schedule. This Cowboys team is a little better than last year. 
Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and McCarthy, like we make, you know, we make fun of McCarthy, you know, his game management is horrible. Mm-hmm. We make fun of him, but he's, he's got this team ready. He had this team ready. If he has the, if he has them ready to play, you know, coming Sunday, it's going to be a tight game. The other thing is the Cowboys are coming off a Monday night game. They got five days of rest. Mm-hmm. San Francisco's coming off a Saturday game. They got seven days of rest. So yeah. that's a big difference. Everyone's talking about a big difference. Mike McCarthy's telling his team and the media, we don't care. Like, we're going to be ready. Five days is enough. Like, that's the kind of thing you need from the coach. You can't have a coach complaining, oh, you know, I don't really really think the schedule's fair. I don't really think that we should have played Monday night. He's saying, we got enough time to get ready for this game. I think think this is the game of the week competitively. And I I think it's a game that, like, it can go either way. Like, when I look look at KC, me and you pick KC minus the points, we just get rid of the hook. Easy, easy breezy. The Giants, Philly, it's really probably Philly going to win, but it, the Giants, they could upset them, but that one we're going to go over. But that game, again, it's it, it, it could be just a blowout. You get the Bills-Cincinnati, that's another one. The Bills could blow them out if Cincy can't move the ball at all because of that offensive line deficiency. You know, that one I'm going to take the over, too. You're taking the – I think you're taking the over in that one. Yes, I'm taking the under in Philly, though. Yeah, under in Philly, and then yeah. KC, you're going to go with me with the KC – and yeah. just, again, all you people out there, get rid of the hook. And if you don't know what the hook is, it's a half a point. If Casey's minus seven and a half, you buy it down to seven. You pay the extra. Maybe you got to pay 125 to win 100 or 130. You do that instead of paying 110 and taking minus seven and a half. You don't do that. Now, this game is the game, though. It's, like, I'm interesting. Taking, this game under. is an awesome game. I'm taking the under in this game for sure. This game yeah. is an under. I 46, under it's 46 yeah. and a half. And the other thing is, this game ends – this game ends on uh, Brett Maher's foot. <laughs> Money Maher. Uh, Money Maher. It's you know he's going to. Is be it Maher? It, it, or yeah, is it Maher? Maher like like Maher. I don't know Maher. Yeah, yeah. Brett Maher. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. and it's it's Desarius Smith. Yeah, I know. I got no. Desarius. It's Desarius. Desarius. No, yeah. I I corrected Desarius. myself on that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got that one. Yeah. All right, so wait a minute. So where are you going? You, you all right? I got, I got to fix something here. Like, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, let me just let me just fix something. Did you fall down? I got to plug it. No, I'm I'm good. All right, so so forty six and a half is the total. You're going under. I'm going under. Yeah, it's a probably a good play. Yeah, that, I like under. The, that to me is the under game of the day. Yeah, even over game, the this game is gonna, This game is going to be seventeen seventeen. Yeah. You know, 16, 16 to 13. I, I really believe this game is going to be a they're going to be a hard fought. Hard. It's going to be it's going to be a these teams are going to hammer each other. The Cowboys defense is good. Yeah. The Niners defense is excellent. Oh my god, this game's going to be great. So what about the line? Right now is Dallas plus 4. I'll take that. Yeah, plus four. I'll take the 4. I take I take Dallas in the under in this game. Yeah, I would I would take Dallas that too. I'm going to take that 4. Yeah, this this game, I tell you the Niners are a good team. I don't think they're as good as everyone says. And the other thing is, yeah. you know, I, I mean, their coach, they got a great coach. Kyle Shanahan has an excellent coach, right? But he is the guy that blew the Super Bowl 28-3 to when he was the offensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, that's true. 28-3. to He didn't run the ball once the whole fourth quarter. Like, he blew that Super Bowl. He was up 24-14 to in his own Super Bowl. Well, against the Chiefs, he, he blew that lead. Kyle Shanahan has blown some leads. He's... I mean, he gets all this credit for being a great coach, but when he gets on the biggest stage, he loses. He That's loses a really a good point. You know, so so San Francisco's good, but I I'm not I'm not just giving them 
anything. Like you, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta show us. Yeah, no, I agree. So let's let's. I'm gonna go with that too with you. I'm gonna take say I'm gonna take Dallas plus the four. I'm yeah. gonna take the under and keep the half a point on there because I'm taking the under. So to recap, bookie. Bookie beat down bets, Tommy T and Barry D. We're gonna take we're gonna take the KC Chiefs minus if it's seven and a half, buy it down to seven. We're gonna Tommy's gonna take the under on on the uh Philadelphia Eagles, New York Giants. I'm gonna take the over. That's the only place where we disagree. And then we're gonna go in with the Bills Cincy. We're gonna take the over. We're not gonna touch the the line on that game. We're just gonna let it be. Um, I did say if you had a lot of money, you could take the bills on the money line. But I just I think that game just take the over. The weather's not going to be that bad, and 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 just and just deal with that one there. And then and then San Fran Dallas, I think it's going to be close. If San Fran's wins, they're going to win by one, two, or three. I don't yep. think they're going to win by so seven too. or 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 six. Yep. And and if they're up by ten, you know Dallas can come in and sneak in with a touchdown and still lose by three. And yep. I I agree with you on the under. That's almost like the lock. I love the under in that game. Love it. Is the under on that yep. game. So That's even though we were trying to go short here, we recapped your, your senior health check. Thank God you got the hernia fixed. We went into the bookie beatdown and analyzed some of last week and then into this week and made our bets. The funny thing is we still talked for an hour. Yeah, we can't help it, buddy. So long, we're so long-winded. It's terrible. Man. All right, so let's. That, that's it. So everyone, everyone, have a great time this weekend watching the divisional matchups. Barry D and Tommy T, old men and sweats. Remember to watch us, listen to us on all the podcast platforms and the video platforms, YouTube, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Follow us, like us, subscribe to us, all that kind of great stuff. And remember this when you're watching the games this weekend and you're thinking of our faces, right? Just remember this and always remember about this. We will not try harder next time. So, so don't even ask. Don't, don't even ask because we're not going to do any better. All, All right, right, Tommy, that was really good. Go, good you're going to go ice, do you ice down that, that, that area? Uh, yeah, I got to go. I got the ice pack. I got to put the ice pack on it. All right. All right and and, and, and I, wish, I wish our uncles the best at PTI. All right. Take I wish buddy. those guys the best. All right, Tommy, T, good, good show. Job. We'll talk yeah, this weekend during the game. Adios. All right, man. I'll see you, buddy. Yeah. It was a lot of information. It's a lot of talking, like we talk, like crazy. It, it, it just happens. Like you just keep talking. It's like you can't. I can't. We can't do less than an hour. Me and this guy. So, I think it's going to be a great weekend of NFL football. And we'll see you next week, old men and sweats. Put your hands together for old men and sweat. Old men sweat. sweat. Put your hands together, y'all. Barry D. Tommy T. We're going to have a good time tonight. Let's go, let's go. It's old men and sweat.